Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another fun episode of Undressed with Paul and Patrick in Little Snow White 90210. <laughs> Hello, undressed bitches. That's right. All bitches are Woo-hoo! included. <laughs> I'm excited. Again, we're back in our Beverly Hills boutique, and this is the first time we have this guest in our boutique. Woohoo! Uh, you guys know her from television shows like, is it Paternity Court? That's Paternity Court! And now it's we is the it people. Mine? Judge is it mine? Yours? Lay. Is it theirs? <laughs> it's Judge Lauren Lay Yay! in the Polo Two Beverly Hills Boutique, bitches. I'm here. Considering we had some parking issues. Uh, oh my god! She was trying to park the car, going back and forth, and getting kicked out of every single. We did. We did. Well, I'm so mad because I pulled up <laughs> in the very space that Our now spot. you got. Right, yeah. but didn't know. So, of course, I got out and the lawyer in me read. Tow away, don't do that. When I text you to say, parking, I'm here. Right. I was like, oh, no. And I jumped back in the car and drove around the corner to only then get 20 minutes on the meter. And then I just came running around the corner flagging. And thank God, Paul was on I was like, help me. Help Somebody me. was yelling at me. And I'm like, paparazzi? Oh Somebody knows who I am? They're like, no, help me. What is going on? Why yeah. am I not getting any time on these meters? So he took me to the secret um, Batgirl garage. Underground. I'm in there now. Yeah. I'm in the for two hours free. Though. I'm in the Batgirl yes. garage. You I know, and that. I would have done it, but like totally, I had it was in hills, so I yeah. was like, gosh, how far do I have to walk? Try to get as close as possible. Yeah, so bougie, well, see, bougie bitch needed an escort from the oh, garage. Oh yes, yes, I did. She made me sit in the front seat, and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I loved every funny. minute of it. At least I didn't park because I'm not. He, oh. he always gives me shit about your the rental would have been crushed. That <laughs> is so funny. Would have now been see, I can crushed. drive. I'm from Detroit, so I can drive. Oh, I, no, I don't have any she problem. Backed up into and that I space? love driving, oh. so that's fine. It was just it threw me when I got out, and it was a away sign and then who knew it was like exactly your spot i could have just i should have just called you and said i'm in front i'm in front and, and, and your honor i'm such a bitch every time someone parks there for longer than 20 minutes yeah i'm on the phone with <laughs> beverly hills parking what you should hold well, on what you should call them now because somebody just pulled in that is so funny <laughs> i've had so many people towed out of that spot they there's probably a target on my back. Yes. Well, it does say that it's like a loading area yeah. only. So then right. I said, well, Load no, your I can be here, right? into us. That's <laughs> what I should have called and said, do you mean loading for loading like for me? You? Yeah. Yes. So you said you're from Detroit. I am. So you're born in, in born in Detroit, in- born, raised, wow. schooled. And I went to law school in Detroit. You Ooh. did. I did. Detroit girl, Detroit's wow. finest. And then what, so how the journey? How does you? How do you go from being a lawyer in Detroit? And what type of law did you practice? When sure, you first criminal defense. That's how oh, I started. Yes. Don't yes. mess with her. Yes. 
yes. Criminal defense. I really loved. I mean, look, I am um, a child of the 70s, okay. right? And so I grew up in, in just a gregarious home. Laughter, music, yeah. family, right? And that really led me to the arts. I ended up being a big theater person, right? Musical theater, all the performances, singing, yep. music, bands. And so when I got to law school, my affinity immediately was towards trial advocacy because for me, the courtroom became a stage, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, and sure. so instead of a song, instead of words that I might have been doing in a play, and look, now I'm not, let's be clear, it's real when you're in court, but it is very much the act of telling a story in a way that engages your jury, your judge, which is your audience. Well, you're going to connect sure. with them. And you want to connect yes. so that they understand, I'm advocating for this person, and this is the side of the story you need to know. So criminal defense became my wheelhouse. She is the, criminal she's defense. the new day Shakespeare uh -oh. in the courthouse. <laughs> she is. It. She's Judge Lauren Lake, but the new age Shakespeare. Criminal well, defense. Yes. Did you ever like represent people that you knew were guilty? Oh, absolutely. Did the crime and you still had to Absolutely. I'm not pointing any fingers, <laughs> yes. by the way. I'm not saying anything. Well, under the law, you still have to represent your client vigorously. And under our Constitution, you are innocent until you're proven guilty. And I'll be honest, people would often say, you know, well, why would you choose to be a defense attorney? And sometimes we often look like Satan's sidekick, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Yep. But the truth is, in order for our laws to work correctly, you need defense attorneys. Because if we don't represent a client vigorously, w then they're going to constantly be retrials. They're going to constantly be mistrials. There's gonna, people are going to get off. Like It's important for us to be in that position. But did you still represent the person yes. knowing they were full on guilty yes. and you tried to get them off? Well, it's not about trying to get them off. Okay. It's making sure our laws are working correctly. Meaning, You're giving if it's me a a beyond the reasonable right. doubt, if it's beyond a reasonable doubt and it's questionable, then that person, look, look, the law works on this premise that it is far better for one guilty person to go free than it is for one innocent person to be convicted. And I know that's hard for a lot of people when sure. you think about people who are not guilty getting convicted, right? Because say they did not have the representation they needed. This is just the way it works. And so I took a lot of pride in what I did. It's only one case I had to actually ask the judge to remove me from because this person, I never forget, he was an arsonist. He was locked up, but he just got too fascinated and connected with me. I became yeah. like a oh, wow. fantasy thing, and I, I really couldn't represent him because when I would go to visit him, it would turn into that we were a couple. Like he, he just oh went into gosh. a thing. Wow. And it was just like, you, you know, I had a pen pal. But you yeah, know I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> and, and, I, and look, and the judge completely understand, let me off that case. Well, so here's something that happened with us. Because our house was broken into in April. They caught the people on surveillance camera. It well, was a woman we helped them catch and a man, the and, and, a, and a man on drugs, very skinny. Like you could tell he was a yeah. total drug addict. Yeah. I was in court last week against them. The girl showed up the first day. Then they, the judge moved the case over till this past Monday. The next day. And she didn't show up for court. She's in the truck that is driving because we have a private road to our house down the private road to our house in the truck on the surveillance camera driving back with the goods in her hand holding a briefcase i had from japan that i bought it's a one-of-a-kind in the front truck and her defense attorney was such an asshole to me last week we were outside and i didn't know you couldn't talk to the defense no attorney. you're not supposed to talk no to them idea. 
You were like, come on the podcast. Let me get you a gown. What event do you have coming up? No, I was like, I was like, because she, on Monday, she didn't show up for court. Okay, that's the, not good. And the boyfriend, she was there last week. There was there two preliminaries. And, and so it was extended. And he's in jail still, the boyfriend. Okay. And so she didn't show up. And so we were waiting two hours the judge for her to show up. waited for her to, to the defense attorney to find her to get her to show up. Wow, it's a lot of was, leeway, right? And and the other thing was really appalling to me is when she was in court last week. I forgot to tell you that, babe. He had a pair of Gucci shoes that was stolen out of the closet. Yeah, she was fucking wearing the Gucci shoes. No, I totally forgot no. that. No, because to God. they stole some of my walked, shoes. I'm like, oh which my bitch? That does bitch that? walked right in front of me wearing his shoes, and they, they're trying oh to block one. God. The black one. <gasps> and they're trying to tell me, well, they're innocent until proven. <laughs> well, like, I mean, under the law, shoes. they are, but that. Is, I mean, it's, is it's so crazy. If I was in the courthouse, I would have taken those shoes right out of her fucking That's bitch's feet. I'd be nerve. like, those are mine, bitch. Oh, so my God. They took my mother's ashes, which no. I didn't get back. Yeah. yeah they, they, we they haven't found them. Well, that's didn't sick. Find them. Uh, yeah. The guy was, they, took they, they, so they were much. like, the defense attorney was like trying to make me, because I had to testify on Monday. And he's like, well, how do you, you can't prove that it's him. And I'm like, well, there's neck tattoos. You can see the neck tattoos and the, the everything's on surveillance camera. We have like 30 videos of these Well, people. it's really not for you to prove that. That I mean, sh the prosecution should be on the case. Oh, they that. are. They're good. Okay, good. Oh my God, they're good. But I have to tell you, it's, but it's so unnerving. Frustrating. Yeah. To sit there and go, and it is. you're trying Witness to protect this. this person, this human, who's got 300 other cases going on. Yeah, yeah. He had a gun Absolutely. On him. He's got like six other cases going uh, they're all the the the, the defense the um prosecutors there's different prosecutors for different yeah. cases and i could see them they're all like talking about all these different cases he pulled a gun on the police like a whole right. thing we're the this only ones that news. were robbed that had the initiative to use our resources to be able to find these criminals well, yeah because Thank God they you had did. robbed so many other people. Mm -hmm. Thank God but you did. Nobody, but the police are like, "Oh well, we'll find them. We'll look yeah. for them. Uh, yeah, we'll do a scan. You'll come in." You know what we did? Day yeah. after we went all the surveillance cameras, got all the footage. Oh, drink your coffee too, love, because you're gonna. He's gonna read your cup. At the oh, end. oh, oh, the, oh! This is what you're gonna read at the end. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Um, and we're going I'm gonna tell you things about your life. I thought you it was the one no. we do the thumb. That's the you're one. You're gonna do it. You'll do it. Yeah, you will. <laughs> She's excited. I'm They're, nervous. I don't I'm, even drink coffee. I'm oh, drinking you'll be this. Fine. You'll be fine. We're coffee do you know virginizing. Many, do you know uh, how many people have Lake. done that just so that they can get their coffee cup right? But I, I feel know. whatever happens with coffee, I'm feeling right now instantly. Yeah. So now I know like why people want their coffee. Like I wake up big personality. Like I just <laughs> yeah, wake up yeah. big. So I've never really needed it. But my parents need were big coffee, big coffee drinkers. Yeah. yeah. And like I'm feeling it. I'm like. <laughs> Make, might take me a little stroll after this. <laughs> but anyway, to your point, it sounds yeah. like you have plenty of evidence. We and do. there's plenty of evidence. But they're to saying where they have to connect it. And you all do. This, but it's you do. So and I just want you to understand is, as frustrating as it is, it is so important. It's imperative that that defense attorney challenge every bit of that. Because if anything doesn't check out, right, right. then they can petition to declare a mistrial. Now you're back doing this again. Yeah. So it's it's a it, it is a part of the law that is I'm sure inconvenient to people who have suffered true harm, right? But isn't it it's so frustrating to yeah. know Yeah, I mean that just I mean just think about it. Sometimes look, 
Case in point. Yeah. Here's the defense attorney trying their best to just represent these people under the law. They're innocent until proven guilty. They probably are looking at the evidence like, I need to just do my job in this case. And then whatever happens, happens. Sure. And then in walks your client with the damn shoes on. <laughs> and you've got your, you know, I your, I was there. I you know what I'm God, saying? And you're like, I would have taken her down. And the next down. thing you know, that's added to the list. Like, and walked in with the Gucci <laughs> shoes. And as a defense attorney, you're just like, oh, Lord. I mean, come on. You know, yeah. that, I mean, it's that's not always ballsy. easy. And then it on is. Monday when I was there waiting and they're waiting. And that was thing was so frustrating for me because the whole court thing. But she doesn't show up. Yeah. And so the judge is like, well, we're going to, we're going to break, Take a break, give her an hour, then... give her two hours to try and find this girl. Like, you don't even respect the court to show up. You know, this is the second time. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. I haven't been in the courtroom in a long time because I've yep. been doing television probably for the last 12, 14 years. And we're going to get into that. Okay. We've got 12, 14 years. <laughs> But I have been surprised at the amount of people that are now, you know, in, in the judicial system for various reasons, having cases and things, yeah. whether it's divorces or, as you, criminal issues. The amount of time they're giving these people. Like, now, the court is constantly saying that we don't have time for all of these cases, right? right? Yeah. We yeah. want to settle. We want to get plea deals. We want to this. We want to that. How in the world are we given two hours to find a person at the court that when you already had the court date exactly. for probably a couple weeks before that. And she didn't show up. And so one thing I do respect about this judge, mm -hmm. he put a two hundred thousand dollar bench warrant. She's not that playing. Day. She's not playing. He is not playing. Oh, it's a him. Okay, he's not playing. <laughs> he is well, not you know, playing. and you have to because I mean we have to I mean, we want people. I want those shoes trials. back. I know, right? I know. Oh my god. I wanted yesterday. to just reach over and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I have, look, even though I'm a criminal defense attorney, I have been a victim of a burglary, right? Where mm -hmm. they stole, like, I remember, like, a coats and, it, you know, my mother's, um, things of my mother's, right? Uh, Late mother's, a, a charm bracelet that yeah. my father made me with beautiful charms. Yep. And it was really, really difficult. I mean, that is just such an invasion, sure. right? And I know that that's a suffering that I, even though you are talking about it, yeah. but it is really difficult. And then to go through the process of reliving it and then looking at people decide, oh, I'm just not going to come to court today, right? Like, right. that is really difficult. Well, let me tell you, last night when he was getting together to go to the party, he was like, oh, which pearls should I wear? I oh. go, oh, wear the pearls with the 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 platinum because it's pearl, platinum, platinum. Pearl. It's Love really beautiful because all the pearls are all like perfect. Don't say they were gone. They're gone. And he goes, oh, that was one of the pieces. Ugh. So even today yeah. and every day I find something missing or that Let I want to be able right. then to grab that I know I have that I don't have. And I'm like. Oh, Jesus. Because you think you know what is missing right after, and I, but, but you, you don't, don't know. Like he was last week looking for his long, beautiful, Oh, my, long my cashmere, cashmere coat. It was cold. Yeah. He's like, where is it? Where? I go, I have seen it. I looked through three closets. It's gone. I hate it. And then we realized it's it. It's miserable. Yeah, you really don't fully know. I mean, you're thinking, you're trying to take account of everything that's missing, but you don't know. Yeah. No. So as a defense attorney, so how long are you a defense attorney for then? I was in a Detroit. Oh gosh, that would have probably been like 1995. I wasn't even born. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gosh, probably seven, eight years, and then I started. She's like, I'm out of here. 
Well, no, I, I you know, I've always been an artist and a, and and uh, you know, a, an attorney, right? Yeah. Even when I was in law school, the way I paid my way through law school is through singing in bands. Really? So, yeah, I used to sing at all of, all of the glamorous functions like that, yeah, that you that like all of these gowns and things yeah. that they would go to. I was in like a band, like a big band and and those kind of things and that's how I helped pay my way through law band? school. Um, this band that I did, it's called the Celebration Band. Oh my okay. God. Yeah, and okay. so I did a lot of that. And then I just started to go more into entertainment and family law. Okay, um, which is know, a shit show, right? Well, it is, but with law. criminal, uh, yes, it Let's is. Let's not talk about But a little issues. bit more paper pushing, and mm. to be honest, what was happening was I would get booked on different gigs, but if I was in a criminal trial, right? Yeah. I, I, I can't, I gotta go. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm not, I, yeah. unlike, you know, the defendant in your case, right. I can't not show up. Of course. And so then I began to take more entertainment cases where I was negotiating deals. I could be anywhere, right? Yeah, and yeah. do that. And then family law had just been something I had started a long time ago and I started to get more and more clients. And then ultimately that segued me into um, television, Which court, is court television. Paternity court was the first court well, show you did? Paternity court was the first court show I did. But what happened was with the family law things, I started to do shows like The View and Dr. Phil like and Ricky guest, Lake guest, as uh, a oh guest. Oh my God, I used yeah. to do the Dr. Phil show. Yeah, the yes, Dr. Well, Robin still comes. Yep. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I used to do those where I would talk about kids at, at risk or I'd talk about random things like, oh, if From you... Detroit, when you were still living in Detroit? Oh, no, no, no. Then I had moved. moved. I was to, in New yeah. York then. Oh, New York. Yeah, okay. I'd gone to New York. Got and it. so, um, you know, I would talk about like, oh, if you got engaged and you do have to give the engagement ring back. Do All you? those kind of things. Because, like, honey, I'm just engaged. No, no, you never giving that back, honey. No, <laughs> we're not married yet. If That's we broke up right. tomorrow... He would not give the ring back. Well, to there's a it's, a it's a state it's a it's state by state long. thing. No, 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 it's a state by state thing. And if it was, listen, if there was any fraud on your part, if there was any issue, if you took no, that honey, ring I'm from doing him, due diligence. You're doing due diligence. I am. Uh, let me tell you, jobs. I'm a good. I'm a. He's good a great husband. Boyfriend. Love jobs, right. Lot of sex. And if uh, uh, bam, okay. <laughs> honey, hashtag uh, winning. Uh, 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 hashtag uh, I'm on my knees all day and uh, night. Hashtag. Uh, uh, there we have it. Not all night. You heard the show the other day. I was like, I don't need no all night. Okay, okay, I can. I got to get up and do my job. Listen, listen. We got it's, it's levels to this. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah. a little longer than three or five minutes, but I don't need 14 hours. Okay, and as I told him, definitely don't pull out that Viagra crap on me. Okay, because I don't have time. I got to get up and do my job. That's right. right? You got okay, oh that's 14 God. hours. That's another job. That's another that's job. Might as well turn on the camera and right. say OnlyFans. I mean, what the hell? Turn it into something else. Right. <laughs> so, so living in New York, are you married at this point or no? No, I'm not. No. I'm single in New York, which is funny because that actually moved me into my first television show that oh. I did because, you know, that's when Sex and the City was all the rage, oh right? Oh, my God. And I was living in New York as a single woman, and it was interesting because there was this cocktail party that Mr. Big, was it Chris? Oh. Not the who, Chris something. The first one. Right. Yeah. The, yep. He had it as a restaurant, and it was a party given by a U.K. production company, and they were looking for real-life women who lived the Sex and the City style life. life. Yeah, yeah. Now, my brother was newly divorced, so he was like, listen, it's 
going to be a lot of ladies here. Like, let's go to this cocktail party because I wasn't going to go. My yeah. girlfriend, Kaylin, sent me the email. And so it. we went just to drink the wine and be in New York be and like, be fabulous. The and then he says to me, I dare you to go down there and do the interview with the producer. And I, now, now, I'm like a lawyer and like a, a singer at that point. Yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not doing You're any. You're not a TV personality nothing. at this point at all. And he's okay. like. But the one I, thing I know, you ain't intimidated. No, I'm not. <laughs> When, Except when, by you in this coffee. <laughs> okay, my nerves were shot last night. I was like, what in the world? So anyway, but yeah. um, so what happened was I went down there. Yeah. And people asked me about dating, and I really talked to them about what it was like dating. Out of all of these women, beautiful models and actresses, they pick me. I'm like one of eight people they pick. And that wow. was really the first television I show I did. It was called To Live and Date in New York. Oh, And then okay. it was called Single in the City when it went to WeTV. And it oh became, my God, oh my I God, remember, remember that show. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the first one. I'm the black girl on the first one. Oh, oh that's God. you. That's me. Oh on the very God. first one in New York. That's me. That was me. like the beginning stages of launching of We. That yes. was the, very, the beginning stages. And before that, it was on local, the Metro channel in New York. And it became a cult hit. It was wow. before reality TV ever was. Yes. September Films produced it. It was crazy. And I almost got kicked out of the show uh -oh. because I didn't have dates. Oh my but god! That, but it it was crazy because I nobody was, wanted their background checked. No, that's no. what it was because they're like, oh, that I bitch. just a lot of people did not ask me out. I was in an on and off again relationship, yep. kind of like my own Mr. Big. But I didn't have a lot of dates, and they said we're going to have you go on speed dating at the top of the World Trade Center. This is how deep it gets. Oh we're wow! We're going to have you go on a speed dating wow. thing there, and then 9/11 happened. Wow! And I never shot that scene. Yeah. And they never came back to shoot again. They just did the show. And I was really in jeopardy of not being in it. And be honest, probably because I was like the only black girl in it. They were like, we can't cut her out. <laughs> so they kept me in. And then they I. They were diversifying. But, right. But yeah, what but I'm saying then, is. It was but very, not back then. No. But I'm saying like, you know. And so what happened was in this crazy fluke. Yeah. More women related to me not having dates. That's true. Oh. So I became this breakout person in the show that everybody was like, no, my life is like her. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of dates. And it turned in crazy. We were all on the Today Show. We were, it was crazy. And what year was this? This had to be like 2001 or 2002. Wow. Before reality TV shows. So toddler. we were on the first reality, one of the very first reality shows, the Anne and Nicole show. I remember she that. The, yep. The breakout. Yep. There was no Kardashians. There was no Housewives. There was, there was no. no that was the first show. Yep. The Metro Channel would air Single in the City, eight episodes, over and over <laughs> and over, all weekend long. Yeah. It was the first like marathon. Yep. And it in, it literally turned. And I had no idea. And it was from that show where Ricky Lake saw me and was like, "We really want to hear her take on dating and relationships." And she invited me on her show, and that led to The View and Dr. Phil and then wow. all of the legal news channels. That's how I got in television. I never desired to be on TV. You're but kidding. once you got that TV bug, <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you, you like, <laughs> turn on well, the lights, bitches. I will <laughs> say this. Michael York was the EP of Ricky Lake. Oh, yeah. After I did my first episode, he calls me in his office, and I'm like, oh, shoot, Should what I'm did I do? Right? I was like, I'm just talking too much. Let me put my attorney hat on And he sits me down, quick. and he's like, I know you're a lawyer and I know this. He says, but you are destined to have a career in television. And I was like, 
really? I, mean, I thought I was in trouble. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. really? He's like, yeah. you are destined. And from there, I ended up getting a deal with Sony. I was on the next couple of seasons of Ricky Lake, and I have worked in television consistently ever since. Ever since. I had no idea it was well, coming. Well, you have so much wow. to offer, though, with, with the background, but then your personality, you're so... You're very present to anything, everything, and you know what's going on around you yeah. completely 360. You almost have antennas everywhere. No yeah. matter what it is, you can connect with, connect to who, connect yeah. to yeah. the environment. Lived a lot of life. When I watched you on Paternity Court, I, I would love that you would just... You didn't give a fuck. You, you said just said whatever to whoever. Now, listen, I always say. I mean, say, Judge Maybelline's a friend, too. And I mean, Judge Maybelline yeah. is also, we're in the same Judge family with Byron Allen. Okay. Her, her yeah. show as well. Yeah. yeah. And look, I'm a believer, and I used to always say this on, on Paternity Court, and I say it on We the People. I do not speak from a place of perfection. It ain't nothing perfect about me. I have lived life, fallen down, got back up, messed up, done it all. Yep. I speak from a place of perspective, having lived life, having messed up, and refusing to give up, refusing yeah. right to limit myself, yeah. and saying to myself, "I am still, I'm still deserving of a limitless life." And so, when I'm speaking to people, although I am the judge, yeah. I often say that, "Yes, I am doing some judging here, right?" Sure. I'm going to let you know what's out of order. I'm going to let you know what you shouldn't do. But it's coming from a place of love and perspective, understanding that the reason why I'm telling you, girl, you don't drive by her house is I drove by somebody's house with my girlfriend when we was 20 years old. You know what I mean? It right. comes from that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what That's I mean? That's what I'm yeah, going to say now. When they say I have judgmental eyes, because I do. always get this. Yes. I don't know why I have judgmental eyes. You I'm do. like, I'm pretty. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say, I am not judging you from me. I'm judging you from the perspective and the wisdom well, that I bring to you. Well, we share that. I, I can't hide it on I my face. I don't have a poker is. face. An eyebrow going to go up. My eyes going to come happen, right? You're going to see it in my neck. Like, it, I, I, it's something going to happen. My posture, it just says, right. you, I'm, I'm judging you. I, I'm like, I, I didn't even look me at and you. Poker, me and funny. poker wouldn't Please be same way. No poker for me. Yeah. Okay? Because I'm going to be in there telling all my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how long was Paternity Court on the air? For, and you won the Emmy on Paternity Court? Oh, I finished. Oh, you want some water? I'm scared. You need water? Oh, he snatched it right when I finished it. <gasps> Look how he's doing it. Paternity Court went for seven seasons and we won the Emmy. That's yeah, what I we thought. did. We, see our telly? We won for Gowning Out in Beverly Hills. Congratulations. We won four tellies this we year. We won four. Look how you snatched that real quick. I know. Didn't Look. want you to run. <laughs> Look, y'all. Last night I was like, I was like, last night I was like, what in the world? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, We the People is that the same We the People that Gloria Allred was on? It was. Oh, she's a friend. Have, yes. Oh, We've love her. Gloria for years. Oh, and me her too, daughter. because her her daughter Lisa Bloom is my dear friend. Yeah. We Matter were on fact, Lisa Bloom show with Adam Nicole after Adam Nicole yeah. died. Well, she had a show well, on um, Court TV. Yes, and, and we were so on the show. now let's connect the dots. That is my very first legal news television show. Oh wow! Really? I sat down with Lisa to talk about some a trial. It yep. was my very first time. My girlfriend Sabrina Thompson booked me because they need more black people on on court TV so that she found me at like a New York bar event. I was like there from I was there for continuing legal education. You know, every like, time every time you're out at a party, right. they want some legal And why don't exactly. I go to parties? I'm always at home. I need to get out more. What what but do you when think? When I went on her show yep. on the break, she looks at me and she goes, 
you need to be on TV. She was like, I am texting my agent right now and letting her know that you are sitting with me. She goes, and I'll probably be working for you one day, but I'll tell you what, you need to be on television. She texts her agent, it's still my agent to this day. Wow. And that's what started me doing legal news for Court TV and, and then CNN agent and taking Fox Armenian and everything. Gay people <laughs> oh my God. Beverly Hills have judgmental eyes. Absolutely. Hilarious. I don't have an agent. You don't? No, we don't. We do okay. ourselves. I have agent. a lovely agent. I've never Babette had an Perry. agent. She's lovely. And she's been in, in this business for years, 30 plus years. Oh, yeah. wow. Do I've, I need I've, to... been, I've been with her everywhere. Everywhere she's gone, I'm there. Do I need to know law? No. No, she does different reality. She obviously does reality. No, then. no, no. She's the head of hosting. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. See? Yeah. There we go. Connect. I love it. this judgmental gay. Pay it forward. Oh, gay uh, right. person. <laughs> you Pay it forward. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you think of the other court shows on TV? Look, I'll be honest. Yep. Before I did court, I never really watched court TV shows. Uh -huh. She was living it. She didn't I, need well, to watch it. Well, I was it. living it. I was, like I said, all like about a living opera. a limitless life. I was yep. getting all of the things, whether I was traveling the world as a background singer, or I was, you know, getting married, being in relationships, loving my life with friends. I had a full life. I really wasn't a big television watcher before I started doing TV. Yeah. But now that I am in this genre, I really think that they are very purposeful. The court TV shows have an audience, an exclusive audience, right? Yeah. They watch them all. They can sit up from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock really? at night and watch court. So you feel if they watch you, they watch Judge Judy, they're watching They have their Maybelline, judges. They're you watching know, a lot of people will be like, that's my judge. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how when we grew up, like I'm from Detroit, and so when I was younger, our grandparents and aunts, they had their stories, right? Sure. Like the soap operas. Yeah, like yeah. my grandmother was Channel 2, Guiding Light. My mom was Channel 4 <laughs> right? and, and Days of Our Lives. And we were Channel 7, <laughs> yep. General Hospital, All My yeah, Children, yeah. right? So and you had your stories and your people. The court genre has really become a new level of like the daytime stories. Yeah. Because you're really hearing stories all day that you see yourself in. Whether it's like... I'm not getting along with my neighbor and next thing you know, their dog ran over in my yard and did this and this. Yeah. People relate to these things. Well, when we went to Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And have you, you've met I Judge thought, Judy, I'm sure, right? I have never met her in person. What? She's, never. She and, is But so let me fun. tell you my Judge <laughs> Judy story. Yeah. When we started paternity court here at Sunset Bronson Studios, yep. right on Sunset. That's where she used to film her show. That was my yeah. first. Yeah. Listen, I owe her energy. That was my first studio. I shared her studio space with her. So oh. when her court show was on hiatus, right. paternity court was being oh, shot. So I shared the same dressing room and everything. I never met her, but I remember walking around it going, honey, if I can last as long as Judge Judy, like <laughs> get all these vibes up here on me yeah. and rub off on me so I can be here as long as her. Now we ended up moving to Atlanta the next year. <laughs> oh, the show? Yeah, because yeah. she launched another show, so we had to get out. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, look, I'm still going. I'm still going, <laughs> sis. I love it. Kicked Judy. out by Judge Judy. Right, we had to go, honey. So. Well, because when it's we great. when we went, we we thought we were going to be there for one little court scene. Yeah, because Bird's our be, friend. Oh. so he invited oh, yeah, Bird had awesome. been inviting us, inviting Bird. us. And and okay, Makita you got it out. Is all of married them. to Makita, 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 yeah, who's a former paternity court producer. She love is? her. Yes. Oh my God, we love we're, her. We were at their wedding. They're on our podcast. Oh my God, we're at their wedding. Love, love her. So he invited us to Judge Judy. We we 
ended up sitting through, I don't know, 38 hours. Like of, 10 episodes they put that's us That's how on. we people do in thought, one day. People thought that we were like permanent fixtures. And, I'm then, like, they, and then they honey. kept moving us. They put us on one yeah. side. Oh, we're going to move you here. But they always kept us in the front. Yes. Yeah. And so yes. now every time they're running that, Judge all Judy. All of my friends love it when they're on different paternity courts. Yeah. And on we, the people, they're just like, that's my episode where I'm in camera <laughs> two or I'm in camera four. And they show their face a hundred times. Oh, my God. I want to come to your court now, you too. Should. We should. That'd but be fun. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, though. This is when you know you've arrived. When you're oh, Judge doing Judy. your court proceedings <laughs> and you're taping your episodes. This is hilarious. 385 of them. Yeah. Is your Bentley running with the driver with the temperature at a specific... I haven't made that yet. <laughs> I, 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 I leave and I get back in my rental car and I go back to the hotel. That's Judge Judy. While I, she's filming, her driver is sitting in the Bentley in Love front. It. Making sure the temperature is active to Let me the, tell you something. Exactly. I'm a, well, I will say this. Yeah. I do... If I opt to have a driver, I can have a driver. Right. right? Okay. It ain't a Bentley. <laughs> but I often opt to have my own car because I'm here for an extended time. Yeah, yeah. And so, look, the driver's driving you back and forth to work. He ain't driving you to Air One. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> at that point, I just have my car and I go with I So, yeah, we... we we are, we do have that that um, that luxury of having a driver, but no, it's not a Bentley. But I'm working was, up to that. But I'm telling you, no, she honey, was, this was what he did, what this one driver. did. He gets into oh. this was hilarious. He gets into Bird is like, oh, let's do take, you have to tell you anybody boys can this? take photos all over the set. Yeah. So he gets up on Judge Judy's bench and puts his feet up on her bed. Ooh, <laughs> I saw it on TV. Another ballsy move. <laughs> I, I saw it on TV. I don't know. I was having fun. I've got I've got Judge Judy's fly swatter <laughs> sitting behind her bed. Not the fly swatter. <laughs> the fly swatter. Well, that was an experience that very few people have probably had. None. No one. He said yes. nobody she ever is allowed up on her bed. She goes, you know, in 25 years, <laughs> She no saw one, you? You know her. Oh, my so God. So she goes, in 25 years, no one's yes. ever done that. I go, well, that's really sweet. Oh, my God. Hold on. That's not my phone. No, it's not. And it's it's off. Okay, sorry. That's all I right. Was like, it's real life. Uh, that, yeah. I go, oh, well, hi. She said that. <laughs> so Judge Judy said no one has ever put their feet up on my bench in 25 well, let me tell you. I was going to be prosecuted. I was going to be handcuffed. If I didn't know the bailiff myself, I was going to be handcuffed and like I escorted out. She must have really felt your great energy yeah. and didn't she's, go in on she's you. She's really Look, wonderful. I admire her and yeah. owe a lot to she's her. Wonderful. She really lit this genre up for women. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think before her, it was Judge Wapner on the People's yes. Court. Oh, yes. Big, and yeah, now it's that's Marilyn how old I am. Oh well, God. Marilyn's now in our Byron Allen, Allen Media Group family, Justice Central TV. So um, Marilyn, Judge Maybelline, we've got a whole slew. Judge yeah. Mathis, we're all over there. Judge Ebony, we got them oh all. Oh, my Christina. God. You know, Mathis, you know what Judge I think? Christina. Oh, yeah, we saw Judge Mathis. Yes. so cool. Yes, yes. yes. We've He's got like, a I need, I got a couple more years in there. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, I ain't giving there, that up. He over there with us. We over there still making court. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I do? I, I love when people will write to me and go, you know, that happened to me or I really learned something for that. There's yeah. a way to kind of infuse legal lessons and life lessons into, you know, when I was doing paternity court, I would always say there are no small claims here. Right. Because yeah. we're talking about are you or are you not the father? And that's yep. a huge deal every sure. day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm doing different cases, I still do some paternity, but I'm also doing cases that are small claims cases it's fascinating to me 
how many people really these cases resonate with because people are going through these things every day. Every yeah. day. Like, what do you do when the uh, girl puts the eyebrows on you wrong? You know, what do you do? You know, when you when you paid for this, but you got this, right? right. Like, what do you do sure. when a family member borrows money and never pays it back and does... What do you do? What yeah. do you do? Because I need to know the answer. You know what I feel like? Right. I feel like these court shows are never going to go away. Because They're not. There's so many crazy people doing such crazy shit in this Every world. day of your life. Every, <laughs> is it only in America life? that it's like this? No, or is they, it they have these the court world? cases all over the world. They're doing these shows all over. They're doing them in Africa. They've got them in wow. They do these same shows. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, we did years ago. There used to be style court. Oh, my God. I remember we that. We were on style court. Because I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, that's offensive. Yes. You are not allowed but to you be know wearing what? those style shoes. Style court was so fake because they brought us in and pretended there was a case and all yeah. this. Bull, well, but well, but the, your guys' stuff it's is real. Oh, it's okay. Like, listen, yeah. some of the cases, some court shows are real. Some cases are reenactments right but that doesn't change the fact that the, the lesson and the, the in the story the legal lessons and yeah. the life lessons in yep. the story still resonate with the viewer and empower the viewer right so it really i mean even though style, they might have just dressed somebody up and said she was going to red carpet and she really wasn't going <laughs> right but by the time you all pick through the outfit Guess what the viewer at home knows? Yep. Don't you better not put, yeah. don't, better don't not put, put that with that, yeah. right? Don't do that. Exactly. And so therefore, what, what you're imparting is real. I think we should do it's, another style I think course. you should. I think you guys yeah. should do that for real. We should, actually. We should. You that should pitch that. Show. You because should pitch every that. every single person, really, the takeaway from that was every day you wake up, every instance of the communication that you have, whether it's your job, you your colleague, yeah. the event, Everything. is it a business, is it a, a love interest? What do you wear what that do you represents wear? And who you, you are? And you can bejewel oh, yeah. and bedazzle and make glamorous robes for oh, you. Yeah. That's what we did. We and have pink. You need to pitch that or you need to just shoot it yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and and do it yourself. I think that's a great idea. Because that is a good it was idea. offensive. There needs some to be of those a style looks, Some yeah. of those looks were out of order. <laughs> it's true. Out of order. Well, it's true. I was like, and people really, the art of knowing what to wear and when to wear it it's really a lost art. Yeah. And yet judgment on the base of looks is, is an ageless thing. Oh, yeah. It's never going away. Well, because some of the cases that would come in were referenced. Well, Your Honor, well, her button was <laughs> too open. So that gave me the idea that she wanted more than just dinner. That's yeah. right. I was like, girl, honey, what are what about that button told you that it was too open? But it's true. Her think, cleavage and, wasn't even exposed. I know. Think about, I'm going to produce this. I'm a producer on this. I'm going to, I'm a producer on this. Just hear <laughs> you it. You heard it here. here. Because think about yeah. like, how many times do you sit up? This just happened to me. I officiated my first wedding. It was my nephew and his beautiful, beautiful bride. Did you get $5,000 for it? No, I did it for free. But, <laughs> but when I get this video, honey, yesterday's price is not today's price, honey. I'm $10,000, I told Jeff. Good. I like him with his dinners, okay? But no, I, I did, oh, it's my nephew. It's like my first baby. Yeah. But what, it was, it was, what I'm getting to is was there was a moment that I ordered a whole dress. Even I went out with my new niece to look at things for me to wear yeah. as the officiant, right? 
I am, I love a big ball gown look. And there was this beautiful BCBG, yep, tool skirt layered. Da, 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 yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful. And she goes, this looks like you. And I said, it really does. And yeah. I was like, oh, I love that. And I ordered it, right? Yep. But when I got closer to the wedding, I said to myself, think of yourself as the officiant, yeah. right? Think of her as the bride, here's the groom. This skirt is too much. Even though she Meanwhile, loves you're it. doing a runway <laughs> show up there. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's yeah. too much for me to stand in the middle of them. I need to almost be, because she wanted me fashionable. She wanted me glamorous. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it was, to me, overpowering for what I knew her dress looked like. Right. And I chose not to wear it. I wore something else. These are moments that I could see you literally solving your things position, like. Yeah, in yeah. my that position. Day was dictated it was dictated with the fashion as right. well. Because it represents because they don't know what you're doing. That's right. And I and ended up wearing this black cloak. It was oh very nice. dramatic oh, wow. with like a sequin trim that I literally I had it in my closet over a dress that later I took the cloak off and I wore and my then, dress. Yeah. But for that position, I wanted all eyes on her. Sure. Not on me with this glamorous skirt. Now think about all the people that come to weddings and try to overshadow or inadvertently overshadow a bride. Or wear or, white. Or oh, yeah. wear white or do something. Walking this down is the what, aisle. The court can, can't handle all this. Your court. <laughs> but you yeah. know what's interesting? After COVID, because we're seeing all these people that come into the boutique on a daily basis. Yeah. After COVID, we have found the trend for the mother of the bride, mother of the groom, is they just go all At this point, they don't give a they shit. Like, they're like, I don't care about the bride because I'm like, it's my wedding tomorrow. too. It is, it's my wedding. No, it's so true. And I look, I really- It's their marriage. It's good for us. It's our wedding. Exactly. That's what they now, say. And I was so impressed with my new niece's mom yeah. and my nephew's mother. They did it so beautifully. I mean, they their dresses were elegant and right. formal, but they in no way overshadowed the bride having her day. But yeah. you're right now. And I saw this funny thing <laughs> the other day on the internet. And it was like, my toxic trait is outdressing the birthday girl. <laughs> and it was like a theme, right? Yeah. And I laughed to myself because yeah. I said, this is it's what we've become. This is what we've become. It's a culture of outdoing even the person who we're honoring. Yeah. That's right? not that, you know, yeah. no, no, no. And that's what your court show is going to be about. What to do and when, what to wear. And I love it. But I'll tell you, it's so important because some people feel it's an injustice. Right. Because when they give you guidelines, and a lot of people don't know this, and uh, there are no new books on this anymore. Yes. They, they, when they give you guidelines saying, oh, well, if you're going to go to court, here's what you need to wear. That's right. When yeah. you go to the school to see your kid for lunch or have a parent-teacher principal meeting this is what you should sure. wear when you go to brunch carpool here's collection. what you should wear <laughs> have you heard me i'll talk We've about that heard your carpool my collection. carpool collection yes. honey. do you see what i mean it's no, important I that they designate understand yes. and have so in the closet what a lot of people haven't been doing and should be doing which where I've gone to so many of my clients' homes and been able to rearrange. It's not getting rid of things. It's reorganizing and repurposing with a purpose. Yeah. Which means That's right. you don't put all the blacks together. You don't put all the whites together. I love that. You put right. <laughs> what you're going to wear to school together. You put what you're oh going to do. Oh my God, this is a light bulb. I know, right? Go together. Absolutely. When you do what you're going to go grocery shopping, gardening, 
excuse me, Courtney Love came into the boutique and you tested, texted me, who is this drug addict in my boutique? Oh my God. Homeless lady. The flipping the He's showing me pictures. I'm like, that's Courtney Love. Oh my God. Let me finish my, let me finish my, your point, what I was your point. Yes. Go ahead. But it's interesting how when everybody puts oh short dresses together, yeah. long dresses together. You have just given me a like whole that. moment now. My carpool collection is going to be going in one part of the closet because what you're saying is a game changer. It's, it's a game changer. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that the pieces aren't fluid. No. Or transitional. Exactly where to go to to find it right. in the moments. Yeah. Because what do you do in your kitchen? Why do you put the forks and the knives in the same drawer? I love instead it. of the knives in one section I that are a sterling silver, the forks in another right. section yeah. right. because they're just generic every day. No. No. You put them next to each other, but they're identified Absolutely. differently. So this is formal. You know? But that's no, the same true. thing when it comes to clothes because guess what we do all day from the the second we're born, we're clothed until we leave this entire universe. It's true. True. And we're no, never and naked. What anymore. you yeah. have on sometimes it can even I used to tell this to my clients as a criminal defense attorney, as I'd often redress them and they didn't understand it. Honey, I used to have little shirts and ties in my trunk. Yeah. Because you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to come to court. No. And then I'm saying to myself, I know what they're gonna judge you as yeah. if you wear what you have on. And so you would give them a tie and shirt and put wow. on this. Yep. On that, no, don't come to court or I'd give them a list of things or what you need to have on because you are going to be judged based upon your appearance, appearance. Today, whether you like it or not. I don't want to hear what you got to say about and whether before it's right they or wrong. see the tattoos, the yeah. piercings and everything else. They Let me see tell you, how you put when I was sitting in court together. on Monday, I was like. What are these people showing? They look like they rolled out of bed. I'm like, exactly. How this is not even respectful. It is absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's a faux pas. It's I a mean, big it, faux pas. people have no idea. They just aren't thinking, right? It's they aren't thinking about what I'm putting on and what it says about me, yeah. right? And, and, and don't do you I, think when they walk I, in and they look like they just rolled out of bed and they're going in front of a judge, doesn't the judge then like there's an opinion form right there when they walk in the doors instantly? <laughs> Clean them up. Get them together. No, this is the day you will be showering. You are going to figure out how to get a haircut. You're going to figure out how to own this shirt. I mean, when I show up, they know. There comes that bitch. It's judgmental. And you know so crazy. I used to yeah. always say, and I'd ask them, like, do you have anything for that you, wear, that you wear to church? Yeah. And, you know, they'd be like, some would say, yes, wear that. Like, if you have a suit and a tie or yeah. a shirt and, and a yeah. sweater or something that you wear, a blazer, and a sport coat. Yes. A lot of people now, and look at church now. Church now is all jeans and t-shirts. Now it's all come as you are. I was so cat raised Catholic. I was never allowed to wear jeans to Neither church. Was I. Are you kidding? My mother I can was understand. Dream. I can understand that fashion moves a little faster than what people can feel to move forward with. I get that part. Right. But here's something else that a lot of people don't know. They don't understand that just because you bought it off the rack. It and it doesn't fit you the way it's supposed to. Yeah, you should make the modifications to make it work for your stature, yes. Yes. for your proportions, 100%. for your measurements. If you're top heavy and if you don't have enough hips and you couldn't go to the surgery center <laughs> to be able to like pad it up, yep. yeah, then you're gonna wear something that's more proportionate to your scale. That's right, and put colors together that don't identify exaggerating parts of you that then are going to be showcased yes. even larger than they are. But babe, yes. I'm also shocked at how many people wear ill 
fitting clothes. Well, that's they don't why. Know how to do look, as I check my do a boob check, make sure my girls aren't over oversharing. You know what that's but, called? For years, I used to make that. You know what that little insert is called? You're wearing a, a tank a, underneath. It's called a dicky. A dicky. Oh, dickies. I know. I'm from I that era. The dickies okay, all day. Okay, fun fact. On paternity court, my stylist, Aaliyah Taylor, had me, had those made for me custom. Yes. I used to have used to make them all the time. Because the lights get so high. Yeah. I can't wear much. You can't wear my so much I clothes. I don't know how these judges have on a full suit under their robe. Uh, I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, it's that kind you know. Well, I'm, you've got I'm, that. I'm 50-something, uh, so, you know. From down. But, yeah, it's really really hot but she made these custom things for me and i love them so much yep but to your point what were you just talking about oh it was so good and i had a point that i wanted to make to that you just told Still me fitting about fitting clothes yes thing. and i talked about that with jeff and i said one thing i've learned as i've gotten older and as you get older your body just gets naturally more voluptuous of course yeah my you first change. instinct was to wear a baggier bigger style and then it hit me lauren you out here looking like a tank, <laughs> right? Because I love a flowy number, right? That's fun. When I started yeah. wearing a little bit more form-fitting thing, getting my blazers tailored or finding a designer where it's a little bit more and where I look smaller in clothes that fit yeah. than I do in baggier clothes. It's, it's all in the cut. Yeah. Well, when and you as you change, as, as yep. you grow and you go through the different changes of fashion, you may not be able to wear the same brand yes. that you used to wear. Right. Then you have to go into a Missy section, into a lady cut, into a junior. Yes. And depending on what the Canon Nicole's most beautiful dresses. Yes. And when she was over overweight plus yeah. size she looked amazing. she looked beautiful snatched when yeah. you would put her in and yeah and it doesn't matter she was 80 pounds 100 pounds and what overweight. i also learned is the power of undergarments oh yes yes that's something we are we don't learn about anymore like i'm from the old school where we used to wear slips honey now, people we don't, don't wear, wear <laughs> brown panties they, they come women. into the boutique yes. they're like it's too much freaking laundry i'm like girl housekeeper's been doing your laundry yes. call the dry cleaner yeah Send yeah, it away. I had to learn like the power of good undergarments, yeah. you know, smoothing. You know, yep. people always say, you're always wearing these tanks. I buy hundreds of these because they're like a slimming, smoothing yes. tank. Yeah. And I put them under whatever I wear. And I, I mean, they're a staple for me. But so, even and, men and don't do that. They men, don't. The worst thing, yeah. he, he always jokes about me because I have some, when I wear a suit, yes. I have the men's garters yeah. that pull my shirt down because my yeah. worst fear is to be on the red carpet or somewhere and my shirt is untucked and I look it's like this slouchy. No, oh, you do it because so, you want to look skinnier. You don't do it because you always hate it when it comes out. You're like, I look fat. Well, my girl, you don't mind taking stop. it off later, by the way. Uh, <laughs> well, there's that. Honey. I love Need it. I say more? Congratulations. But more men should do that. Yes, yes. And they don't. And look, we don't talk about that anymore. Right. right. It's no. a lost conversation, which is why I'm encouraging you all to get back into it. Miss Lauren Because we Lake. need it. Judge Lauren Lake, you are in order when you say <laughs> you will help us organize, produce, and I, I think we came up with a new show idea. No, it's, it's really true. <laughs> I, I really do. So I always say, carpool collection is yep. because when you drop your kid off at school where you're going somewhere in the morning, don't get caught out of order. Yeah. Because that, it's so easy. You literally throw your hairs all over your head. You've thrown on something crazy. Yeah, you're like, no and one's going to see me. where the principal's like, can I talk to you for a minute? And you're like, <laughs> oh my God. So to your point. And it changes a, the mood. You it changes your disposition. Like yeah. It changes your mood. Yes. And. 
above all, going back to the same point you said, it changes the perspective because right. all of a sudden 100%. you feel under attack. You feel violated. That's right. You're not ready to present yourself. Yes. Yeah, but then you, you also, are. they have a preconceived opinion of you just because of the way that's you are you dressed. So. And that's exactly why when I joke and I mean it, the carpool yeah. collection has been my thing over the years because it helps me feel presentable, look presentable. I'm ready for anything, yeah. right? When I get out to get my tea or if I want to go get something in the morning, You're it, still I confident. may only have on a jogger and this simple tank, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. But over it, I've thrown a tunic sweater, a duster, a, a, a cape that flows this way, a sure. scarf, and an earring. And then, like, maybe it's a, a boot that I wear. But I look pulled together when really I could take all this crap off and walk up, go to yoga, which is what I used to do. I'll tell you, yeah. I'll, t I'll tell you something else. A lot mm -hmm. of people make a mistake and I feel like it's the color choices. Oh, when yeah. you do your color chart, a lot of people don't do their color chart. I, I teach this in school yes. to the high school kids because it's important that they understand their hue, their texture, their color, their palette. Yes. And when they understand if they're fall, winter, <laughs> spring, summer, or anything in between to an olive, then they know if they're going to buy a yellow shirt that they saw Beyonce wear. Yes. <laughs> it ain't going to look the shade, same on you, bitch. Find the shade <laughs> yes. of yellow that works for your color of skin. See, that's so a whole show. So you don't walk around looking like right? you're a big bird and you just exploded. But okay, okay, okay. So this is it. So this is it. Now you all better do this and I'm a producer. We're doing because it. Because... <laughs> What people don't understand as well, we have become a society of copycat, right? right. Yeah. We look at other people. Absolutely. And then we, we want to emulate it. We've got a whole new generation of people who just want to do what somebody else is doing. It's easier. Right? right? It's just easier. It's proven. I, she has on that. I'm putting that on. Do, He's asking Do you know one that. of the number one sellers of his dresses, the one Carrie Underwood wore last year? See? Everybody comes in and but buys looks, that dress. But, but it looks great on every single one of those bitches. Yeah. You know why? Because I customized it. Because I yep. made it for them. That's right. But and he makes them. Every month he's making well, a new one listen, because they it want it. We need to finally get into the business and get a stylist for them to talk to me about something that I was never heard of, heard of growing up in Detroit as a young woman. When I buy jeans, like I'm very short and yeah. hippie. Yep. But I have a smaller waist. Well, I would just either suffer through being too tight in the hips and butt so that my waist looked cute. Yeah. And then the, the, the pants were shorter. Depending or, on the brand. Right. Or I would go to ones that fit the button waist and now it's gappy and try to tuck in a sweater or wear a big belt or right. something. And it was like, no, you take your jeans to get them tailored. And exactly. It was, now, this sounds so stupid. Now, here I am, a full-on theater. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're not taught these things. Game changer for me in my 20s. Yes. Make a $40, $50 pair of blue jeans look like they're fitting you like a glove. Absolutely. Because you've allowed someone to take. But it also view. says something about the human. Because yes. it says that you keep yourself the way you represent yourself. Yes. The way you are at home. The way you do your business. Yes. The way you conduct your relationships. The way you handle friendships. Yes. Everything Every little detail says something because the first right. thing that they're going to see, number one, if you're wearing the right color, yes. you may have not slept for an entire week, but if you wear the right color, you look like you've got a glow That's right. automatically. That's right. Then if you're, because yeah. a lot of times if you didn't 
you know, didn't sleep and you're like, I'll just put on that black shirt. And yes. I don't care. No one's going to see me. I don't feel good. <laughs> but they do. Yes. It translates more because it, it looks dingier on you. That's right. Versus yeah. it gives you that little perk that you needed where somebody can walk by you and go, I like that color on you. And that thing, looks the nice. power of color. Yes. Right? And that that's another thing I've learned over the years. Cause I love black. I'm in the today. I love yeah. black. I love it. But then some days I'm just like, I could like be working at the Mac counter with my with my, my I just yeah. love black. It's yeah, a yeah. strong color. I have a strong personality. I just love it. But some days when I put on a color, you're right, it even changes my mood. My mood. Of course. Right? Absolutely. A beautiful yellow, a, a crimson, a this, a, a beautiful blue that I would never choose. And I've been challenging myself because if there is a row of colors of something, yep. I'm going to get the black one. I'm going to get it. A lot well, of because, women do because they think because it's they don't, Exactly. Because they color, don't know their color but palette. Right. So therefore, you have another thing that you can begin to talk about that people don't know about this. Now, speaking of color palettes, another thing is, you know, these brides and things. I mean, I am hearing from just going through this wedding season with um, yeah. my, my nephew and my niece. They first wanted all of their guests to be formal in black. Then yeah. they just changed their minds. They were just like, you know what? No, we just Everybody want people to be whatever formal. they want. Whatever yep. you want, express yourself. Enjoy getting dressed, right? Sure. We just want our wedding party in black and our moms in black. Yep. And they made that decision so that their guests aren't so. Because what we found out was, honey, these brides are out here giving you a shade of it. <laughs> Oh, all 300 people gotta all have that shade. To and match. you know, the first yes. thing I started thinking was, well, honey, it's only so much of that out. You're gonna have people in the same thing. Right. You're gonna, and, and again, to your point, what if it's not their color? Yeah. Now, not we're not talking shade. about your bridal party. We're talking about your guests. Sure. What if it's not a shade? What if What if now I'm investing, you know, three, $400 in a lavender dress that I'm never wearing? <laughs> never gonna wear it again. Color. But, yeah. if you, but nobody even understands <clears throat> the impact that the color and the influence and what it triggers inside the individual. It's true. Certain colors calm you, certain colors energize yes. you certain colors really perpetuate a certain aspect of something that you suppress yes. that you didn't know existed that gives you that just extra boost that you Does. may not want to have Absolutely. That day. Let me tell you, I grew Takes up you in over a the yellow edge. room and I often go wow. back to that. My my father and mother, I grew up and my room was yellow. Beautiful yellow. Yep. To this day, it is a color that inspires me. I love a bouquet of sunflowers or yellow roses. Yeah, yeah. I went to the University of Michigan, so we're big with, with the maize and blue. Yeah. My dad loved yellow navy. But the point is, I began to read later how important the color of Isn't even it? your child's room Absolutely. is. Yes. Even, and then as I became, because you know, I used to have a show on HGTV, I used to design a lot of homes and do kitchens. Called, really? you know, called, yeah, a show on HGTV called Spice Up My Kitchen for six seasons. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, and the color of the kitchen used to be a big thing of for course. me. Sure. That's the first place everybody goes That's, to when they the get out of the bedroom. And yeah. every family would come to me and be like, well, you know, I want to make this kitchen a neutral tone because of resale. I'm like, well, you can paint it neutral when you sell it. I'm not My doing mother. it. You don't want to live it. You don't want to live your whole life just be blah. Like, let's go for it. Yeah. Let's see what we can do My here. mother had the brightest fluorescent green kitchen yes. and I fucking loved it. Me too. Because you'd walk in that house and there's Even that in a bright mood, you'd be like, it was such a bright. It, it speaks to you. Yeah. It 
speak and and during our era, like we used to have the pink, beautiful porcelain bathrooms, yes. the green. My yeah. first, I just drove past this house because it was so inspiring to me. When I first got here, my first season of paternity court, I did a sight unseen rental in Silver Lake. Okay. I still love this house. And guess why I chose it? Because the kitchen was this beautiful blue. You know the colors. Yeah. But it was like an Ikea kitchen. But it was right. a be right. that beautiful blue kitchen. But the color kitchen, makes it just like jump. Like Italian. And let me tell every time, and the kitchen overlooked the Hollywood sign. It uh -huh. was like a beautiful little small bungalow. But it was, you know how those Silver Lakes houses have the beautiful yeah. views. To this day, I'm like, that blue kitchen changed my life. Yeah. It made me, every time I walked in that kitchen, it made me feel like I was alive. Yeah. Do you know how many people gave my mom such shit for painting the yes. kitchen fluorescent yeah. green? But she loved green. That's right. Paul's favorite color, too. Oh, I love and it. And did it not? That color, yeah. we walk, it was just bright. Even, and she was always in the know, kitchen. The, 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 yeah. the thing that, uh, what people don't even understand, how important color. It is. Texture. Sure. Layering different feel and yes. touch yes. of clothes. Because what are you doing all day? You're touching the yeah. fabric. Yes. You're 100%. feeling it against your skin. Things that you sleep in. Colors that you sleep in and wake up to. Yeah. Seasons that you want changed in your bedroom that starts with the it. sheets that are such very simple simple. Right. Basic All changes. feed your senses. Right? Feed yeah. your senses. Feeding your cell response yeah. to those things. And then yes. it just helps. And, and I think people would get along a lot better with each other. Respect one another. Yeah, understand where the other person's coming from. It's so true. Re and it doesn't yeah. take much money. It's not about the money. No. It's about personality effort. and bringing your personality. And I used to tell people that all the time. Yeah. Paint is the cheapest thing you can change. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if we paint this a color and you hate it after change this show. Because I mean, it. look, I can't do yeah. six seasons of a kitchen show doing you know, a hundred and something kitchens <laughs> and every kitchen be beige. Right. We, we getting canceled, honey. It's not that we much getting beige. canceled, honey. So it's called spice up my kitchen. It needs to be spicy. And yeah. how many spices are there? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I would say like, this is the cheapest thing. If we painted a color and you don't love it, when we leave and you don't love it, change it to whatever you want. Right. Color can be changed. But yeah. I, I just believe we should experiment, we should try, and we should learn those things. Yeah. No different than we try to work to find a foundation or a, sure. whatever on our, our makeup that, yeah, yeah. that matches us. And, 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 now, and now, considering just on the foundation, makeup companies have found that because of the texture of skin, because of the cultural expansiveness yes. of, and who can afford anything anymore, right. they're able then to mix a hue that blends with your skin right. tone that's perfect. Yep. But but the power of that, right? Yeah. yeah. But, and the change in how you feel, like miserable, I mean, as a black woman, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Growing up in my day, we didn't have all this makeup stuff. You went to the grocery store, I mean, you you went to the drugstore, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, the stores. This are, color or that color. All, right, and then you're trying to blend You're either light or dark. And I remember I had chicken pox as an adult. Um, I never got them as a kid. And when I was like 20 something, I had them. It was devastating. They were everywhere on my face, this, that, yep. and the third. And when they were clearing up, I needed makeup. Sure. And I remember now this is a popular bland, brand, Derma Blend. Oh, yeah. But this is back when literally certain people had to mix it. It wasn't at Bloomingdale's, yeah. it wasn't there. 
when I tell you the confidence, when I went to that woman yes. and she mixed that derma blend to my exact skin Suddenly color, you felt the oxygen right. back I, in I, your yeah, life. Yeah. Yes, I could live again yeah. because yeah. I could cover this until they faded and I could be me, the power of that, right? And yep. when everybody says, oh, it's the size. Oh, I don't feel good with my size. Yeah. Size doesn't matter that much when you've got the right components yes. that you put together that complement your size 100%. at the moment. Yep. Because Anna Nicole yeah. was, she had ginormous boobs. The she, largest she, boobs she, I've ever like, in my life seen. She was smaller <laughs> waist. When, yeah. when she was finished, she had a 27 inch waist. Yeah. Wow. I know her exact measurements. I've yes. taken her measurements throughout the entire yep. time that I knew her. So, but she felt confident because she knew the dress that she was putting on, the shape that she wore really gave her that boost of confidence to know that she can walk out yeah. and yes. be proud yes. whether whatever size that she I was. love that. But you and, did that for her. You did that yeah. for her. I have two questions before yeah. we do our hot topics. Okay. Hot topics. Are you oh, still yeah. practicing law? I'm still a licensed attorney. Yes. And do you three still things. practice law or no? Sometimes I consult. Okay. Uh, and I will take a case if it's something that I really need to do or help handle a negotiation. But mostly I do television. What okay. she's trying to say, she doesn't yes. have any free services for you. Exactly. Don't call me. <laughs> but if it's pays, <laughs> I can consult and maybe guide you in the right direction. Thank you to my oh my God. <laughs> Translated and keep the licenses active, I okay? Love it. For the right opportunity. For the right place. <laughs> but don't call me talking about let me pick your brain. Because I got to tell you, I don't freestyle. A lot of people do that, right? I'm sure a lot of people do that. Oh, my God. I don't even take those calls. It's like him as a designer. Oh, oh my no. God. Everybody. Oh. Yeah, my, no, no brain picking. Do you know how many people ask me For a about dress. wearing yes. yesterday? Yeah, what I should wear. And my friends, I was like, Free no, this with this. And then when they don't do it, that's when I get mad. I know. Exactly I'm like, right. bitch. I, I get mad when he gives them the advice and then they totally don't listen. I'm to like, why don't you yeah. listen to me? Why did you waste my time asking me? Wow. You valued the opinion and then you didn't want to do it. I didn't cost you any money. Yeah. No. And I, I used I what gave up on already that. what you exactly. had. I gave up on that. Last question. How yeah. did you meet Jeff Lewis? Oh, my gosh. When I was on paternity court. Yeah. Oh, my God. He came in for how many other kids does he have? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just a part of like a publicity run I was doing to launch Paternity Court, which had to be back in like 2013, 2014, years ago. Yeah. yeah. And we, I did the show one time. And after that, I think at that time, God, I think, was Gage like doing the bookings then? <laughs> yes. yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. God, that that's how long wow. I've known him. And I have literally been on regularly. They called me back like, we'd love to have you again and again. And then Jeff and I would just really hit it off. Yeah. And I've been doing this show for forever since then. That's yeah. how I met him. Crazy. Yeah. We've been doing it a long time, too. He's, he's, yeah. he's Jeff, we've yeah. known forever. He did our house. Oh, my God. On interior therapy with Jeff Lewis. I love on it. On Bravo, like, in yeah. 2000. I love it. Like 10 years yeah, ago? Yeah, you know, we ago? just kind of hit it off and been yeah. together ever since, and I love it. I mean, this this show, what what we do with him, for me, and I was just thinking about it today because the last clip that, oh, my God, Sam edited is so hilarious where we're talking about all-night sex and Viagra. <laughs> Hilarious. Wait, Sam is doing the editing? Well, no, Sam is the new the is the new key. Oh, he's named Sam too. Oh, okay. Kia. I didn't know his yeah, name. No, no, right. Okay. And he yeah. now does the edit, you know, when you do Yeah, the yeah, show. the clips. Yeah. And it's a hilarious moment yep. when we're basically 
talking about that. And, yeah. and everybody's texting me like, oh my God, you're so crazy, you're so this. And I said, listen, laughter is truly medicine for the soul. Yeah. That yes. show is as, you know, it is so empowering and, 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 and soothing for me, right? I need it when I go in, especially as an attorney and doing what I do in the life I lead. Most people call me with bad news. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You don't call, call me with that. You, <laughs> you don't call lawyers and say, "Guess what? The most amazing thing yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. to me." No, the, the calls to lawyers are like, "God damn it!" You know, <laughs> so many yeah. energies. Plus, sure. I've had a lot of, you know, death in my family this year and things. I love that laughter. I don't. If I am here, I don't miss it. It really. Right. It is just as wonderful to me as it is to the audience. I really love it. When and we, then I meet when we do the after show, like we you. just want to have fun. That's yeah. it. We go and have fun and laugh Share and laughter. make it fun. And we. Need I don't it want deep drama shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, you need it. Wait you till I get to your coffee cup. Oh, meeting. you will. Then we'll be talking about some fucking drama. I'm sorry. You have no idea. Oh my god, I can't. Before, be oh Jesus! So the Armenian Oof. coffee reading yes. started when he was a child. His grandmother did, his mother did. It's mm -hmm. gone through the family, and he has this intuition that is just going to blow you away. He's going to look well, into your see. cup. All right. As you were drinking it during our show, we did. I did. And he is going to tell the first you first coffee I've ever drank in my life. Oh, we coffee divergenized another one. I don't drink coffee. I love it. Will you drink coffee again? Probably not. <laughs> But it wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't bad. Right? It wasn't a horrible tasting right. coffee at all. Exactly. It's just not, I just not a big coffee. So let me remind everyone that you can get your Paul Atu coffee reading at paulatu.com. And we are doing virtual readings. We're doing live readings in Beverly Hills. And we're now doing coffee reading parties. You can bring me and Paul to your city. And little Snow White, 90210. And he'll read all your coffee and you can party and hang out with me. The Snow White. Well, you'll be, you'll be so wired after <laughs> you're done with three sips and he'll be like oh it is, my it's god strong. look it is she's still though. here yeah but as a coffee virgin it is good coffee no it is okay. it really is i'm not i'm not a coffee drinker but it was not like it wasn't terrible to drink it's okay. actually not bad at all so here's what i'm going to explain to you okay i'm going to uh -oh. break your cup up in a couple of different portions <laughs> you drank from patrick's side I did. And everybody puts their lips on my face is something that it's like a sanctuary to you that's number one not many people are allowed to come into your space, your orbit, or get to know you unless they have permission to be able to be, to understand who you are that you can trust completely because your loyalty to a relationship or a friendship or even them coming to your space, you don't want to have any, anything violate that. Very important. How accurate is that? Spot on. Yeah. I mean, 1,000% correct. Wow. And everybody's different. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But this is so specific to the point that when you're in your orbit, when you're in your space, that's your entire world that you thrive, operate, and center yourself with before you represent yourself moving forward and walk out that door. It's a very different concept incredible you picked up on that because wow. i often said the reason why i became passionate about design and homes is not the tile and the carpet it's because my home is my launching pad and my landing strip oh. it's where i launch and where i land and i say that and the reason why i'm passionate about helping people with their homes 
is because so much of who you are comes from where you launch right and how and where you land i never thought and you and what that. just like a plane just like everything else you get refueled you get all of these things right. in this place so it's so interesting you said that because i probably haven't talked about that since i finished doing like hgtv so oh, you are I spot on never heard never that before you are yeah. spot on wow On another note, all right. <laughs> you, I mean, I know this about you because you're an overachiever, and that's just a standard. I feel like when you're in an industry, and I mean, you've got what three hundred jobs that you have to <laughs> manage every single day. Besides being a mother, a friend, a lover, a companion, a cousin, there's so many different things that you need to do. But there's a few things that you love to do. Mm -hmm. And those few things you hold so close to you in such a way that nobody can fuck with. And if they mm. cross a boundary, whether it's a cousin, whether it's a friend, whether it's a relationship of 30 years, if you know me, you knew never to do this. Mm -hmm. And if you did the consequences are everlasting and there's no tracking back. And it's almost as if, and she's shaking her head. Yes. So it's pretty, you put yourself, you're like, you know what? I laid it out for you. Wow. We did a contract. We've gone through the, the honeymoon stage with each other. <laughs> you know, I called you for coffee. You called me over for tea. You knew I don't like tea, but I don't drink coffee. So I had a little shake. But whatever it was that we did, you knew. Don't ever do this. Yes. Wow. And when you do, it's such a deal breaker that it becomes like a, 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 a like you draw. And I know that from this. A line. A line in the sand. Wow. And when you draw that line, it's almost as if, and even if you're cordial and you see that person or you move back into a friendship with that person, you always see that line. You always Forever. stay on the one side of this line and you never take the plunge no matter what it is that was before. Wow. It'll never be the same. No. Wow. And I can forgive. Yeah, but I it'll never be the same. I'm very I'm very clear about my few deal breakers. Yeah, and um, I do believe that I I I just I can be so cordial. There are a lot of people that are in my life now that have no idea they crossed the line. Mm -hmm. Really, I, I may not tell you. Wow, they know. What's a deal, I'll just, what's a deal breaker? I'll just know. Well, loyalty. Yeah. Uh, betrayal. Yep. I don't like liars oh we don't either it's just yeah. not a thing yep. that i do um i'm also very passionate about like my family yeah like don't play with my son don't play <laughs> with my nephew which is my first baby yeah there's there's just a thing right yeah. which you would think would be standard across right. the board right but some people think that they can push certain buttons exactly yeah. and then the and then the line gets drawn and like right. i said sometimes and sometimes i don't make a big deal about the line right it's just you just know it's there i just know they crossed and you yep. know if i hear something that happened and i go oh okay and then i put i call i file it yeah well can i say that that there's this one person that you've filed it <laughs> 
and you've distanced <laughs> yourself from that is reaching out to you trying to get back together because they've recognized <laughs> that uh oh shit oh I, I played with the wrong bitch i shouldn't have done that i recognized it i felt that it was wrong i don't know how to get back and you just don't seem to acknowledge it yeah <laughs> i am so sick of you already <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it's um I let these I let people know these deal points up front. I would just like <laughs> right. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very clear about my deal points. Yeah. But yes and um yes and I know that and I I I I'm not buying in yeah. and right now. Because um, well, life is too but short, a very, right? And very Why? but a very look it, it gets difficult cuz it's, it's a very I know exactly who he's talking about. Right. And yeah. A very important person to me. Lo that love dearly. It wasn't somebody that you just met three minutes. Ago. Oh no, wow. no, 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 no. And no. this wasn't. And honest to God, this wasn't the first time. But when no. you, <laughs> but when you had that conversation, you thought it was very clear that this was something that you know what? Maybe it was something that you didn't understand, you misunderstood, or and you reclarified it. Oh, Obviously, yeah, right? she, she did. Oh, okay. I'm very clear. And yeah. then, not in a bad way. And right. then moving on, then it happened. And at that point, you just decided, you know what? Hmm? This is who they are. Right. And I have to take, I have to go step back. Yep. And wow. you can love people for who they are right. sometimes from afar. Right. They're not feeling the love yet. <laughs> they're not. Oh, then it's not in there. They're not in for oh, love. okay. Well, I, 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 yeah. I, I love them. Yeah, Wait, I do. What, what's your I sign? I do. I'm a Cancer. You are. Yes. I'm a Cancer. No way. July 9th. I'm July 12th. Oh my oh. God. And my son's July 13th. Oh, oh my God. Yes. That's why we get along so oh, see? well. See. Yep. I'm a Cancer. Cancers love each other. Yeah, we do. And we, we do and, love and each we, other. They love me. Because I'm a Capricorn. Okay. You see, we, we, and we Aries, Capricorn, Cancer. Yes. And we're loyal and 100%. to a fault. But yes, you are. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and I, 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 we are also very intuitive. Yeah. So while this person hasn't made strong overtures, yep. I know from the overtures that have been made yeah. that they just what you say, I, I, yeah. I blew that one. Mm -hmm. And wow. so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Wow. I, I look, look, I'm in act two. I try to think about myself and say, Lauren, maybe, are you rigid? Are you, what right. are you? You know, think about it. But you are spot on with what you just said. But at the end of the day, it's one life and you can't live the bullshit It's one. Anymore. It's you one really life. can't. But you do also have to self-examine, yes. right? Something that you make, I have to also evolve. In my 20s, yes. you know, maybe it's, oh, if I never talk to them again, who cares? Right. In my 50s, and I say, what a history. How Does the good outweigh the bad? Yeah. Can I be more compassionate? I do examine my decisions with an eye um, that's rooted in life experience. Do you think right? that's your law background and being a judge is giving you that? I'm reading the coffee cup. Oh, sorry. See, he's interviewing too. He's got his own show. He's got his own show. <laughs> oh, Jesus, this no, bitch won't I, shut up. <laughs> okay, you're reading the cup. It's but, the but Cancer's have, connection. Exactly. Oh, but do you think Lord. that that is what kind of plays into that? Or? I will say this: in law school, you they say this thing when you're sitting in law school. They tell you to look at the look at your left, look at your right. They'll say one of these people or both will not be here, meaning they won't graduate because it's oh. very difficult. Uh, the next thing they say is be prepared 
that once you receive this education and you go through this process, you will never not be a lawyer. You will never not be a lawyer. Because you can't see I it the same way. I cannot take it off. I don't take uh, off the way I see things. And yeah. it has been to the detriment of a lot of my relationships and things. Yeah. Because I will look at the worst case scenario yep. and work my way back from that. And that is a legal thing. Sure. Yeah. I don't go to rose colored glasses. Yeah. I go to what's the worst that could happen. And it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But I'm already preparing myself. Do, do, I mean, like, this even is how you prepare for the coffee cup? I'm What's sorry, the worst that's going to happen? It plays out yeah. in everything. Even CJ, mom, can I have a sleepover at so-and-so's house? Well, let's think about that. <laughs> they got this. Do they, where's their yeah. house situated? Yeah. It's a balcony. It's a this. Is What's there an exit doing? round? Have it, we practiced the it's exit? It's all of those things that yeah. I'm always thinking. And so I will say in that way, you are very correct. It's not yeah. something I can take off. Okay. And it, and it, and it also extends to the trust that I need to feel as sure. Paul said, with people in my inner circle. Sure. See, that was a good question. This podcast is brought to you by Herdat Media and American Media Television. Executive producers are Patrick Simpson, Paula Tu, and Pat Safford. Produced by Jordan Hill and Sarah Silicula. Shooting and editing by Jordan Hill. Music by Digital Camo. Artwork by Dominique Demetz. And hosted by Paula Tu, Patrick Simpson, and Little Snow White 90210. Remember to follow at Pola2 and at Patrick Simpson and at Snow White 90210 and watch Gown and Out in Beverly Hills on Prime Video. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode.